All right. Welcome to this week's episode of our Franchise Accelerator podcast. I'm really excited about today's topic because I think as we get to the end of the year, as we look to next year, a lot of what people are talking about, especially in the restaurant industry, is technology. So one thing we want to do as we're looking at our budgets and setting our targets is really evaluate what we're spending in technology. And the biggest question is, are we getting a return for the dollars that we're spending in technology? So as we think about the restaurant industry specifically, um, you know, there's a lot of softwares that have come around with the idea of helping you in some way, right? So we would say scheduling software, point of sale, inventory, inventory management, So they're telling you each one, there's something now and some do multiple ones. That's the other question is do you bundle them all together? Yep. Um, Yeah. So I think as a starting point, what you want to do is really look at your monthly subscription service because for the most part, they're set up as some sort of subscription base per user and really use that as your starting point. So if you're spending, let's say, $1,000 a month and your subscription services between your inventory management, your software, or your POS, and then your scheduling software, you know, I think the key three key questions that we'll sort of work through today would be one, are you seeing a cost savings, right? So it did that technology save you in labor, which is right. usually the, yeah. the marketing is. Absolutely. So if you look at, say, a scheduling software example, you're going to pay $200 for the scheduling software, but it's going to... Yeah, like said, the goal of any of these, again, saying is, are they going to pay off for your operational you know, excellence in the future? And I think right. labor is a great one to start. If it's, like you said, let's say it's a couple of hours a month, and you know, there's Will that save you by able to make different templates or go up against forecasted sales or be able to track different slow periods yep. or even some that will, you know, basically as you plug in bodies, know what that person is making. Right. So there's so much it can do and that would pay that somewhere off. Like right. I think there's, you know, depending on the restaurant. Now, if you have three employees, it's probably not worth having a, a scheduling software. I think that's always yeah. going to be the question as we do any of this is what do you think you need at your restaurant? Um, because even as you get that schedule software, there's going to be different bells and whistles, right? You can pick this right. program. This, and I think that's the thing is you really need to kind of do your own little bit of research on what you need and what you're going to get out of it. Exactly. So, and I think remembering that, you know, for there to be a return, it's not always dollars. So, you know, one would be cost savings. Sure. The next would be, does it generate revenue? So like you're saying, by having the right staff, by having the best people on at the best yeah. times to be able to predict, maybe that grows your sales because they upsell sure. and they sell more. And then the third one would be some sort of efficiency. Like, do you just feel like you run a better restaurant? And I think the other side of this, which makes it sort of an intangible technology is sometimes it's the employees like it better. Right? Absolutely. So they might enjoy a scheduling software, which again would be, Another part of that ROI, even though there aren't, you know, you're still spending $200, but your employees are happier and they enjoy right. their work better. Yeah, and maybe it's easier for them to trade shifts or easier right. for them to request time off, which is all going to go into the retaining your staff and keep them for the future. And kind of what you said also on the time savings, right? If, if, it, if it can save a manager how much time per week yep. that that manager can let me do other things, you're obviously paying that manager some sort of whether it's a salary or an hourly wage. So if the time savings can equal out, there's a lot of ways that that could kind of, in the long run, pay off, not just for dollar per dollar. Exactly. And I think that's what makes this a hard conversation is because you almost have to rewind and say, we've gotten so used to having this technology. You know, what really would it have taken to build a schedule 
without a scheduling software? Like, do we even remember? I don't know. <laughs> right? How many hours a week to really build and manage sure. a schedule? Yeah, I think it depends on how many staff you had, but I remember writing schedules by hand from a you know server staff of you know 90 servers at yeah. one point. That took some time. That was yeah. a project. That was a weekly project that you were doing every single week. And then I remember having to go drop it off at the printer. And that printer would, would go make, you know, <laughs> right. nine copies of it. You right. leave it back, you know. So that alone <laughs> has some cost so, to it. And now you have a digital schedule yeah. that everybody can access on their phone. Yeah. Change things around for everybody. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I think that's a really good. And I think the other part of that is, do you, as you go into next year, you know, I think a, a lot of what we're seeing is, you know, softwares are getting more expensive and, you know, maybe increasing in cost. But really remembering that, you know, the time value of your manager, you know, your manager has a rate of, say, $50 an hour, whatever it is. And, you know, if you add four hours to that manager's list, like they're alone, it could potentially pay for itself. So working through, you know, so that's scheduling software. So I think, you know, by and large, I think the big thing there is, again, making sure people are using it. I think the only downside that we've seen in technology, which we talk a lot about on the your business side of things, is the downside of it is if it's too automated, right? Like the good side of a manual process was even though it's five hours, as an owner, I knew my GM was had to have a manual sure. eyes on everyone's schedule. Like they owned that schedule before it went out the door. They had to because they had to write it, right? Here, I think the only downside we've seen across the board in technology is are you paying attention? Like if you're overstaffed, yes, the software can tell you, but you have so much data coming at you. Do you really notice that you're 5% too high in controllable labor or does it just go away and no one checked it and now it's costing us money? Yeah, I think it depends on what whoever's using that system, how it's set up. I mean, I think like any technology, there's going to be setup time. I think you need to understand that to do it right, that manager would put the time in to figure out what it can and can't do because I think that's what we see a lot of times is we just think we we bought the technology it's here now I push a button it's going to work yes and that's not usually the case well and that's a you know one thing we were talking about I think which is the next set of software let's talk about which is the checklist apps right everyone loves the checklist app anytime you go to a trade show it's like oh wow like you can click the checklist take a picture but again those are only as good as the people reviewing it so if it's too automated are people really going in to check the result every week? So whether it's the scheduling or the checklist, like, can you see how many people called out? Can you see how many people worked longer than they were supposed right. to? Or is everybody just kind of moving on and not holding the business accountable every week based on the information in the software? Which, again, is the most important part of it, right. Right, is the actual follow-up. I mean, we, right. You know, whether it's a scheduling technology or, like you said, a checklist technology or an inventory technology, yeah. it only gets you so far someone has to be the one then to use the data that it gave you yes. to either write a better schedule, you know, you know, make sure the checklist was completed. There's no shortcut to those parts of it. Yeah. And that's where I think what's important here is, you know, this week really digging into the software that you have. And then also digging in a lot of what we talk about too is the changing expectation of your manager, right? 20 years ago, the manager was writing the schedule. Well, now the manager still accountable for a schedule, but they just need to be checking that app. If there's, you know, alerts and whatever is going on in the app, they need to be the one that owns it. And, you know, still having that same level of accountability, 
also with the checklist, right? Your manager really needs to be the one who's monitoring. Can't just be like, well, I told them to do it and they didn't do it. Like the manager owns that they do it and the manager knows, you know, who who is and who isn't. And as an owner or GM, you know, what's your system in place to do that? You know, are you yeah. checking that weekly? Are you checking it daily? Or how are you making sure that it's still part of your routine to check whatever technology checklist that you've either created or you know, the manager's created? Exactly. And I think that's, so the third part of, you know, software, because I really wouldn't argue that the point of sale systems have proven their weight, right? Like I think those for the most part, you know, I think that five years ago there was the argument of toast. Is it really good? Is it really worth it? Like I feel like across the board for the most part, Toast has a place to stay. Like right. it's, it, it has so much information sure. and the way it's integrated with third party apps. So point of sale, I think we, we you know, you need that at this point. Like Almost not like you call it technology no. anymore, right? I mean, it's just part of it. You don't see that many paper tickets anymore. No, right? and not, you're not going back to the register. No. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that one isn't even kind of on our list, but I think the next one to talk about with, you know, accountability is that back of house inventory software. Because I think the big thing we've seen here is have you complicated the process? Because one really important element of having return on your investment in any area, but especially technology, is did it add efficiency? And I would say one thing we've seen, you know, especially me on the accounting side, you on the ops side, is it feels like there's this gray area now of like, what what do I really have in my walk-in cooler? Like I have what it tells me I have, but that might not even be close to accurate. Right. Yeah, and I think with those new inventory systems that really you need to decide what you want out of it to start, right? Yeah. You know, because we, we have a lot of, you know, we've seen that there's these advanced systems, but they're not really being used correctly, yeah. which then almost just defeats the point of paying that monthly fee because you're really just, pay, you know, you could have an Excel spreadsheet to track what you have. Yeah. So, you know, or see a lot of places that aren't even doing inventory. So they have this fancy inventory system right. that they have to be able to help them with orders and help them with prepping all these things. But there's nothing getting put into it. So it's just sort of sitting there and, you know, not really getting your value out of that system that, you know, you're paying for. Well, and I think that part of that, too, is, you know, the changing staffing you know you, you probably don't have most of your staff that's been with you very long right? they've been there a year or two but there's been so much turnover in the industry that you're putting a lot on them with these technologies so i think you really have to make sure that it's a technology that works for your operation that is something that they can use but otherwise i think we've seen a lot where it's just this butting of heads between owner and manager and really you know nobody's winning and sometimes even technology is kind of butting heads with each other. I feel like we ever right. see that. Right. Some of the, you know, POS doesn't talk to inventory right. system like they thought it was going right. to. So yeah. you know, when making those choices, you really yeah. want to kind of have something that kind of flows in, um, you know, to the next and, and using, you know, both systems together, not yes. just, you know, because if you have to input extra information and that manager is not saving any time, then you're back to square one. Yeah. Why are you using that system? Well, and I think that's the part where, you know, managing our expectations of technology. If you walk around any of the trade shows, <laughs> they're going to tell you that this is, you know, the next ticket to a lottery, right? Like that everything is going to be solved by the technology. And in reality, those same problems still are always going to be there. You're still going to have the question of inventory management and shrinkage. You're still going to have the question of sales. Right. Like those fundamental problems that exist in hospitality are always going to be there. So we have to make sure that we're still keeping our eye on the ball. And I think a lot of what we talk about with clients is, you said, it, this could be a great software long term, 
but you can't take your eye off the ball with the dollars and where they're getting spent. And does it make sense or is something else happening? Yeah, like I said, it doesn't replace the operations. You know, hopefully it takes some time maybe away from your operators. Um, but if they're not using it, you're not going to get the results that you want out of it. Yeah. And that's what we have seen that we think it just, uh, I put the number in, I push a button, and now my restaurant becomes profitable. Right, exactly. And I think that's the other question to really ask yourself when you're doing this audit is I think the one other, you know, not that we're against technology because we're not, right? Like, I mean, we use it all the time and, you know, I think technology is great. It enables us to see things we wouldn't otherwise see. But in the other downside is, has it taken you physically out of your business? Right. Like the, and it's no different than corporate world or, you know, people working from home is that, it's great to be able to log in at seven in the morning when you get up and check, you know, the daily sales or whatever you're checking the night before. But that really doesn't replace you being in your business, right. at least to check in. Right. We're not saying you're there 80 hours a week, but just the things that you would see that nobody else will see if you're not there. Who's seeing them, right? right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And even from like a checklist standpoint, like I said, you're doing those on those digital checklists, you know, whether it's you or the general manager, who's still checking them and you can't check them from your office or from your right. home. You have to be walking a core. Yeah. You have to be walking something to really dig in. Is that area clean? Is yeah. that prepped correctly? You know, the picture's only going to get you so far. Right. Exactly. And that's where I think, you know, our challenge to you as we start to build our roadmap for 2024 is this is something that's not going away. Right. This is going to be more a part of your operations in 24 than it is in 23 than it was in 22. So we just have to find a way to find, like you said, the technology that works for your business, not for every business, but what works for your business and making sure that your standards are still the same, whether it's technology or in person. All right. So good luck. Homework this week is go do your own technology audit. Right. Write down all the different technology that you use. And I would encourage you ask your employees. Right. Don't just make the decision. Oh, that's software. Sex, but let's let's really ask them. Right. See, get their feedback and make this a starting point to building a technology budget for 2024. The foundation of our team is a shared objective. As specialists in the hospitality industry, we understand the importance of timely and accurate reporting for our clients, which has been made even more crucial throughout the post-pandemic industry recovery. We truly believe our mission is to give back to business owners control of their finances so that they can make better decisions daily. The way that we are consistently showing value to our clients is by speaking with them on a weekly basis. Not only do they have the relationship with their lead accountant, but they have the opportunity to meet with industry experts. The truth is that things will never be like they were before 2020. But we believe that our weekly accountability model will help you adapt to the new reality and grow and evolve into an even better business in the years to come.